1: My guest today took the toothpaste out of the tube and hopes it never goes back in. Lindsay McCormick used to travel a lot for work and noticed how many of those little toothpaste tubes she used to throw away. This inspired her to start Bite. That's B-I-T-E, a sustainable toothpaste tablet that's turning heads and brightening smiles. And I'm telling you, what a cool product, and what a great conversation that we have in this episode. Byte recently celebrated its second birthday. It's been featured on Shark Tank and most recently Fast Company, named Lindsay, one of the most creative people in business. Lindsay, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazel.
2: Hi, Jeffrey. Thanks so much for having me. Good. That was an you amazing did. intro. <laughs> hey,
1: well, I'll do it better. I'll do it better in post. When we go into post, they make me do my radio voice, and I'll do it a lot better. So let me ask you a question. You did Shark Tank. Did you actually go on the show? You enjoy did. it?
2: We did. Yeah. We, we, uh, we actually, we turned down Mark Cuban. That's one of our claims to fame. Who turns down Mark Cuban?
1: Well, That's- I have another friend who turned down Mark Cuban and his business is now about uh, 80 million bucks. So yeah. not a bad thing.
2: Okay. What, you know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was, do well. it was, uh, it was a really fun experience and we ended up getting offers from two sharks and then, but it wasn't, wasn't what we were looking for. So was
1: Damon, was Damon John on the show for that he episode not on the
2: show when we, yeah. we did it, it was, uh, Mark, uh, well now I'm spacing Kevin, um, Katrina Lake from Stitch yep. Fix and, oh, yeah. um, and Lori. So.
1: Okay. And Lori, Lori's top. She's a good star guy. She's, she, yeah, she's, a, it is a star lineup. I, they actually talked to me about being the first host of that show. And I said, a host will never work. They had a host the first season. Do you remember her name? No. See, I was right. <laughs> no, I said, it'll never work. It'll never be good. And yeah. you used to be in television. You used to do House Hunters, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I did. Fantastic. Yeah, so that was my first. So before Bite, I was a TV producer and I worked on on shiny four shows like Shark Tank. But I worked on um, the Sing Off on ABC and oh. uh, the, the roasts on Comedy Central. But then before but right before Bite, I was working on House Hunters for HDTV flying all around so, the country.
1: I always love it when I see people who are in a different kind of business, but now are focused in on this kind of business, a business that's much better.
2: Yeah. No sorry, about that. We'll, I, no. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. I'm so out. sorry. It's that the only reason that went through my notifications was because. So this is crazy, Jeffrey. We're like our customer support line is still hooked up to my cell phone, and so when a I customer it. calls, it will it will go through no matter what. So I'm so sorry about that. But no, no, be never be sorry about
1: out. never be sorry about taking care of customers. We love it when people take care <laughs> of customers. In fact, um, you know, going through your 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 own phone taking. Those yeah. customers—that's a good thing. Back when I was the CMO of Kodak, I used to put on a blue shirt and go to Best Buy and do a shift in Best Buy to see how customers reacted to our products. Great opportunity for you to be able to do that.
2: It's how you learn. That's so awesome. That's, that's such a yeah. good hack too. I love it. That's
1: it great. is a good hack. I didn't know that they didn't call it hack. I just called it good experience and smarts. I don't know, but now they call them hacks, which is good. <laughs> so, speaking of hacks. You said you weren't trying to start a business, but you were trying to solve a problem, and I love the problem you were solving. Talk about that.
2: Thanks. So I've I've always been passionate about conservation and the environment. Um, I I was a surf instructor before that, and a snowboard instructor. So I was watching, you know, the planets like our our climate change and the plastic problem in real time where I was like, where I was. And I wanted to be able to, to fix that. So when I was traveling all the time and throwing out those little toothpaste tubes, I was like, this could be the, the thing that I change, you know, like I don't, I, this could be the one thing that I can figure out how to um, how to like come up with it. <laughs> Sorry. Good.
1: <laughs> Just keep going. Like, Don't God, worry about your dog. Up, no, down. in this world today, in this world, you it used to be that when we were filming or taping, we would yeah. worry about the kids coming in. We'd worry about the dogs coming in. I, you know, I've had uh, Vila, Bob Vila on the show. Yeah. And his maid walked into the shot one day, and then he had a broken leg, and she was propping him up on a pillow. So don't he's, worry about a thing. This it's is this, this COVID, this, wor- this you life. know, it was
2: like we're all home. And I was like, it's well, life, I can put him life. in another room, but then he's just going to bark the whole time, and now he's jumping up in the background. This <laughs> is I'm life. Like, he
1: likes the toothpaste. He likes it.
2: Really passionate about it. He's very, very. <laughs> he he really wants to do his part with climate change. Um, so but let's
1: talk uh, about. It. I mean, because toothpaste tubes they're not biodegradable. They're, they're, they're an item that you use all the time, yeah. much like this, disp- you know, disposable um, uh, razors and things like yeah. that, that we don't think about these everyday uses that if you looked up times 330 Americans, right, or worldwide, billions of people, mm-hmm. my gosh, the, the the trash that we we create. And that's what you're helping to solve, Right.
2: Right. It's So we're looking at over 1 billion toothpaste tubes end up in our landfills and our oceans every single year, which is the mass of the Empire State Building 50 times in just toothpaste every year in landfills. And so when you start thinking about the little changes that you can make, when we add them up across the planet with all of us, they're, they're epic. It's, it's huge changes that they add up to. And so for us, we started with how could we get rid of the, how could we get rid of toothpaste tubes? So we made, I was making these tiny little tablets. And again, I started this as a hobby. I thought this would just be something that I would make for me and my friends and my family. And so I researched the best ingredients I could possibly find. I was putting it in my body and my, you know, my parents were going to be using it. So of course, everything I wanted it to be super safe, super effective. And then I also didn't want to have to buy a tableting machine because it was a hobby and I didn't want to spend a thousand dollars on a tableting machine. So I was trying to like pipe it out, like, so I could bake them in the oven to try to dry them, you know, and I set and the toaster on the fire. Yeah. And then yeah, got like, cut
1: them exactly right.
2: <laughs> exactly. And so, and then finally, probably after, you know, so many different iterations, I was like, I think I just need to, I need to buy that tableting machine. It was a thousand dollars, which was so much money for a hobby. Right. And mm-hmm. I got it. And then I had to learn how to use it. And I took online chemistry classes and I talked to dentists and dental hygienists and my life kind of became taken over by, you know, by dentistry and, and toothpaste. Cause that kind of became what I was really obsessed with. And then finally we now have the tablet that we have today. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, it comes in a glass, a glass jar with a metal lid or it's an aluminum lid and our tablets are little tiny, just dry tablets. So, and, awesome. then once, and once you get your glass bottle, we ju- you just keep on refilling it with a compostable refill pouch. So this will be your only glass bottle. So it's like, it's a well-made, you know, product that just stays on your vanity. You know, it looks nice. It's, it's not something like this bright colored plastic tube and right. uh, you keep on refilling it.
1: Yeah. And are you mostly selling them? Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. I want to get into it, but I'm going to go back. Cause most, most businesses start in the garage. What, what room did you start in the
2: living room did you? <laughs> I was in the living room? Yep. Yeah. And there, there's photo, like, There's photos of you with this little tiny tableting machine, just like barefoot in the living room, trying to figure out these like formulas because it's like and you have to like you know crank the machine, uh, like you're churning butter basically. And so yeah, I started in the living room. So we're still in a living room though. Even before COVID, we we stayed. We're in the living room.
1: Yeah, but that's the kind of business that you should. It's fun.
2: Yeah. Are you having
1: fun? Are you having fun with
2: it? That's the key thing. So much fun. It's hard. It's hard, hard work. And I think no matter, you know, some people look at, we've been so lucky and, and, and very successful. And I think people look at it and they think it must be like easy because like we got lucky and now, you know, we're growing rapidly. Um, But it's, it's hard and it's, it's a good hard, but it's hard
1: yeah it's uh, people don't understand the the entrepreneur journey you start off as you know a one woman band and then you 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 add devout followers and then then you move to this you know skilled you know technicians and things but the one thing that i see that's a, th- a common theme is is how hard it really is if it was easy everyone could do it and yeah. it's not supposed to be and you know if you've ever when you work out and you're outside you're working in your yard you're working on your ranch like i do I, when I'm hurting, when I'm hot, sweaty and hurting is when I feel best. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. And, And that's
1: kind of what you have to do in the, in the business world. So you had to learn chemistry. You had to learn dentistry. You had to learn all these things. What has been the best lesson that you've learned so far?
2: I would say figuring out your, for anybody who's having a business, figuring out your why and constantly going back to that because for me it was always environmental based. I started this because I saw a problem that I wanted to solve. And so when things got really really hard or overwhelming and you think that you're going like from one to two to three but really you're going like one to one a to two a to three you know and like it's this it's like so much more massive than you think and it's really easy to get discouraged and exhausted and like see your friends who are like going out and having fun and like you want to do that too and but if you just go back to your why which for me I would watch a documentary on the you know, it's called plastic ocean or, you know, something, whatever is your motivator, going back to that, finding that, and then starting over, I think is just what is, is, has been an invaluable lesson. And it's what I do to myself whenever I'm starting to feel a little burnt out, whenever I'm questioning, you know, why am I putting so much? I just think about the why and I'm like, Oh, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. So I that's, think that's
1: awesome. Hey, speaking of why I got to go and get to my why, which <laughs> is advertisers. And I want to take a quick break. I'll be right back.
0: C-Suite
1: Radio. Hey, we are back and we're live on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook as we're bringing you all business with Jeffrey Hazel. Today's guest, Lindsay McCormick. She's the CEO and founder of Bite Toothpaste. Bites, B-I-T-E-S. You got to go out and get this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up. I know that because I want to try it. You know, we were talking about taking just take two steps forward. Sometimes you got to take a step back. And that's that's the nature of this business. What uh, What was your first Bites like? I mean, were they were did they taste bad or were they good? I'm and, so uh, glad
2: you asked this. So at the time I thought they were great, but looking yeah. back, they were terrible yeah. like right yeah. and, and that's you have to be I'm so thankful for our customers that are still with us from the very beginning because they <laughs> seen this whole process like yeah. first they were they were kind of like I had too much baking soda in them. they were kind of salty tasting and they were kind of you know they just and like the the mint was not very strong and so and they are like actually, they're really good today. Like they're, they're, I'm, yeah. like I like them. But it has been an iterative, an iterative process for sure. And they were. Did
1: you now? I was talking to the chairman of WD40 the other day, and they actually have the original formula of WD40 on a piece of paper, and they actually keep it in a safe. Do you have some of those original bites somewhere that you're going to actually put aside and just like maybe every so often eat one or not eat them, but use it just to know how far you came, the pain that you had to come through to get to where you're at?
2: when i want to punish myself maybe <laughs> i do we do so we have in our we have a closet in our apartment where it's all retains and so we have some older ones and we also have all the different variations of our label so my signature used to yeah. be on the back of the label we took that out for space and you know all these different things that and we've kind of kept every single one so we see how we've progressed across the year
1: Yeah. So let's talk about your model. It's a reoccurring model. I like it. I told you that right before we got on. I love reoccurring, you know, things that people can order again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I was at Eastman Kodak, that was what we had. We had that film, you know, we had that reoccurring revenue, which was amazing. So tell me about your model. How much is it? What's the options?
2: Yeah. So subscription just naturally worked with this product. It's toothpaste. We use it every day and it's a tablet. So you're going to use one in the morning and one at night, and maybe you're going to use one at lunch, but we can kind of... Deduct that people are going to use this many for this many months. And so for us wanting to be the most eco-friendly that we could, we wanted to be able to send our customers a package with as many bits as possible while still keeping it fresh. Cause we always want to use the most like natural ingredients without preservatives. So ours is uh, every four month subscription. So you get four months of toothpaste and it's $30, which works out to seven 50 per month for the toothpaste. And that includes like, that's including of shipping and, and everything like that. So it's, we we do have we call them the one-offs where if you wanted to buy one one month of toothpaste you can buy that right. for twelve dollars um that does not include shipping and that's for people who want to try it or they want a little smaller bottle um but our the biggest use case that we have is our four ounce bottle which then you just get compostable refill pouches and well and you our- want
1: you want that too because you don't want to be shipping it every month and the energy cost the carbon footprint of that even though it's a small it's it's minuscule But I hope you're good to be huge, you know, and then then it really is an an issue. But that's really what you want to do. I mean, I look at packaging now and, and I will pay a little bit more for product with less packaging.
2: That, oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, that, something that we've, from the beginning was super, super important to us. And actually we, um, we only ship our, we, we talk to our customers and there's a, it's a big education thing, right? So for us, we, especially our first customers, we, we started by them finding us. Uh, it yep. was an Etsy shop. It was a small Shopify shop and they found us through zero waste blogs and vegan blogs. And so they, you know, really believe in our values. So every single choice that we make, I'm running through my filters of is this the most sustainable choice is this the right choice for the planet is this the right choice for people like is this and so for our shipping methods we don't offer rush shipping unless it's an emergency right but like we don't which toothpaste well i mean, yeah, I mean think about, yeah, yeah yeah let's <laughs> just think
1: i mean you yeah. need rush shipping you if you need rush shipping for toothpaste prop people you have bigger yeah. problems you have bigger <laughs> problems
2: <laughs> you'd be surprised there's sometimes yeah. Uh, so we, um, so it takes longer to get them. We use the USPS because it's kind of like the public transit of, of shipping. It goes by your house every day and, um, and it's a smaller carbon footprint and it gets there. So we also have toothbrushes and we have floss. Both of them are plastic free and it's, we, we sell them on our website, but then also subscribers get a steep discount on those. So if you Mm -hmm. add it to your box, you get, you know, a a toothbrush that would normally be six or seven dollars. You get it for five and floss that would normally be six or seven dollars. You get it for five. And so it's it kind of just hitches a ride with your subscription and it goes. Oh, and we have mouthwash tablets, too. I forgot. We just came out with those last week.
1: (laughs) Are you doing I doing like a pet extension at any time? A a (sighs) pet for pets. Yeah.
2: I love that you say that because I'm obsessed with my dog. <laughs> so, well,
1: you've got a dog I, running around and yeah. I just know you, you seem to care about a lot of things. Yeah. So I would think this is probably a natural extension for you.
2: I, uh, I like where your head's at. I yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, uh, we, if you
1: if you do the liver flavor, if you do the liver flavored dog ones, don't get them confused with the other bites. Okay, just tragic. make <laughs> make sure you make those a different color. Okay, yeah, just I uh, just, just just a am advancing. I'm giving you some insight there. Maybe that's a problem. When, when did you when when did you? When did you think bite was really going to take off? I'm sure right from the beginning, you thought, oh, this is the greatest idea in the freaking world. And then you found out it wasn't the greatest idea. It is, but you know what I'm saying? It was hard, hard, hard work, right? It's not like you, I'm sure you walk up to people and you probably get pissed off because they don't buy your product and they're your best friends. You know, (laughs) like I do, I do too. Like, what do you mean you're not going to buy my book? What do you mean you're not going to do this, you know? So when did you kind of realize, oh yeah, I got something here.
2: So for us, it was a pretty unique situation. So we, I, I, I actually didn't think it was going to be a business through the entire beginning of it. And I, um, like that. There's a testament to that. Like I didn't have business insurance. Like we weren't set up to be an actual business. And I was like, I'm just going to sell on Etsy and and Shopify. Um, and I feel like it was the right product at the right time. So what had happened that really launched our company was um, we had a video go viral on Facebook, and it ended up getting like. 2 million views the first day and just launched it. And it was more kind of like, Oh my God, I have a business instead of like, Oh, I want a business. It was like, Oh, we've become a business. And like, I need to get business insurance. I need to like hire, I need to do. So it was, um, I brought my boyfriend in full time. He's now my co-founder. And so we, it, it very much was kind of like a, like a shock when that happened. Um, and then we've been going ever since. So it was mm-hmm. definitely at the beginning to before it, it was a solid year before Bite went viral where I was selling online. And people would just be like, well, why? Like, what's the problem with toothpaste? What's?" It? And I was like, the ingredients and the plastic. Uh, so that was always something that was, you know, tough at the beginning. But then it was just kind of right product, right time. And we got we got just lifted up.
1: Which is awesome. And then you had it. Oh, I tell you what, we're going to I want to talk about the magazine uh, piece because you had that as well, as I think. And that was a big, a big boom. Uh, we'll be right back after this. C-Suite Radio. Hey, everybody. We're back. Uh, This is Jeffrey Hazel with All Business with Jeffrey Hazel on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. Don't forget, tell your friends. That's how we get listeners is by other people, word of mouth. That's the best way we find it to be true in the C-Suite. We don't have to advertise a lot or do a lot of that. People just tell people. Hey, it's good. And we're broadcasting right here, or live casting on LinkedIn and Facebook to bring you the behind the scenes taping of all business with Jeffrey Hazlett. And Right now I'm with Lindsay McCormick. She's the CEO and founder of Bite Toothpaste. That's Bite, B-I-T-E. And you're gonna wanna rush out and get this. You get, you get three, what, four months four months, all at one time, get it, get a little jar. It's attractive. It's good. Just put your stuff in there, take it out. You'll be eating this like candy. I guarantee it. And thinking you're just doing a better job with your teeth. I, that's what I, that's my suspect. Hey, before the break, I was about to ask you, you had a, a something in a magazine that really helped you guys too. What, what magazine?
2: Uh, fast company. So I oh, would... fast
1: company. That's a good, that's a good magazine to be yeah. uh, previewed in. Yeah.
2: Just you know, yeah, it was super exciting. Um, they ended up naming me as one of the most creative people in business for 2020, which was huge, like huge and amazing. I definitely would have never thought that
1: would have been Yeah, yeah, yeah like now you're walking around going, "Oh, I'm the toothpaste queen." That's yeah mean,
2: exactly mean, right? like, who knew i uh my my, my parents are very proud uh no and i bought it like my mom was like i went and i bought out all the fast companies in barnes and noble like, so it's you know it's it's very yeah.
1: well thanks mom now no one will <laughs> ever see the article again right? that's okay yeah all exactly. right. no good for her where's your and where's your mom where's your mom and dad? in
2: northern virginia northern awesome virginia. isn't that oh, and- cool it's funny enough. So my mom's a high school teacher and her class is entrepreneurship. So she teaches entrepreneurship to high school kids. And it's so funny because I had never really like known it. I didn't take her class. I mean, it's my mom's thing. You know, I was like, that's what mom does. So it's so funny that she now, you know, we talk on the phone like every other day and she's just like, it's so different to hear it like from someone who's living it and not like from a book, you know, and the way she's, you know, so.
1: And not teaching it. Right. It's a total different to live it every day. What's what's been the biggest surprise or lesson that you've learned along the way?
2: I, you know, for us, it's, especially people talk about how incredibly competitive the oral care industry is, which it is. It's like mm-hmm. they use toothpaste as like in business school as like one of the most saturated sure. industries. So for us, it's all about innovating and listening to our customers. And I think like that's something that we have done. That's That's been one of the biggest contributors to our success besides like our values and the fact that we, you know, are plastic free vegan and all of these things. But I think it's because we listen to our customers and we act on what they say. So our first version of our tablet had a small amount of palm oil in it. And I thought it was fine. It was eco-certified. I was like it it, cro- it ticked off my box and I figured that should be fine. And so we started getting messages on, on Facebook and through email just saying like, hey, you know, you guys are pretty transparent about your ingredients and why you use them. We really think that you need to look at palm oil, like even EcoCert. There are some issues with this. And so I looked into it and turns out like they were right. There were some transparency issues even with the certification process. So within four months, we had reformulated to take palm oil out because I was like, well, we don't want to be contributing to rainforest deforestation in Indonesia, you know, and so so it was, it was like, this is what's important to our customers. This is what's important to us. We are going to immediately do something. And I think that that's something that it has been, it has, I mean, not only just been helpful, it's been exponentially helpful in us growing our business. And same with, um, you know, we now have nanohydroxyapatite, which is a, it's basically, it's loved by dentists. It's a fluoride alternative. And it was something that we learned through the dentist that we were working with when we were trying, we wanted to, like, get some of, like, you know, talk to more dentists and get more recommendations. And they were like, you should really look into nano. And so we did. And we were like, wow, they're right. This is amazing. And so we've made our full line with nano hydroxy appetite. And so it's those kind of things of like understanding that like, we're not, I never want to be the smartest people person in the room. I want to always be learning from people and like yep. being humble enough to, to take that and to make it part of our business um, has been has just paid dividends
1: for us. Well, you just talked about one of the biggest things that we have in the C-suite network. We always tell people, we won't make you the smartest person in the room because we can't control that in any way, shape, or form. But we try to make everybody the most strategic person in the room. Ah, and that's, that. that's a key. If you can be the most strategic person in the room, which is where you're going, is, is a valuable, valuable piece. What w- have you had to, one last question. You know, sometimes in business, we find that we have to compromise from time to time. And how's that been for you and having to compromise? Well, I want to do this, but I can't get there yet because I either don't have the cash, the time, expertise, whatever it might be. Has that been an issue for you?
2: Yeah, we've, uh, compromised is the name of the game, I feel like, in a lot of things. And um, an example would be our one of our our first bamboo toothbrush, which this probably sounds a little strange for people who aren't obsessed with sustainability as I am, but right. Our first bamboo toothbrush had a small amount of petroleum based plastic in the bristles. We were very transparent about it. We explained why we needed to do it. It was the best option at the time. And we didn't try to greenwash and say, it's, you know, total eco-friendly. We were like, we're making this choice because it's the best that we can do right now, but here are the problems with it. And now, you know, we had that, we had that toothbrush on the market for about a year and now there's a fully plant-based option that we could use. And we did, Mm -hmm. and it, it knocked our margins, but we did it because we know it's the right thing to do. And by doing this, we will sell more and then it will help our margins. Do you know, you know how it goes? It's like you, you take the hit Temporarily, because you know by doing the right thing, like even as a business person, like for me, I'm gonna do the right thing because I, I believe that's what I should be doing. But also as a business person, I'm gonna do the right thing because I've built my customer base to want me to do that. And so we get to then come out with our, you know, castor bean oil bit bristle that. We now sell more of, and so now it's like we get to order more of, and now our margins are getting back to normal. And I think that's something that um, it was a compromise that now has become something good. But my the biggest compromise I feel like is always speed. I always want to be going so much faster than, than where we are, but we are going.
1: <laughs> no, that's that, that's uh, that's always one of the biggest ones for every entrepreneur. I was curious to know what your bristles were going to be. I didn't. make, maybe, maybe they were badger hair. I know that I know. years ago.
2: Whoa, there! Those are still on the market with boar's hair. We do not use that. We. Yeah. It's, it's made from uh, castor beans, which is ah. super super interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to try it. I tell you what! Well, what an interesting you. piece. It's good to have you. Thank you so much for being on the show today and being part of all business with Jeffrey Hazlett.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Jeffrey.
1: Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. The lesson today, sometimes you got to step back to step forward. You talked about her formulas, the things that she did. And then I love the other thing that she mentioned was transparency. How important transparency is in the way in which... You do things. And then my third little thing that was a reminder of what we do here in the C Suite Network, and that is, you know, we're not, our job isn't to make you the smartest person in the room. We can't do that. But what we can do is make you the most strategic. So to have and be connected with the right kinds of people and content, information, and experts is very important in your business. So don't forget about that. And we'd love to have you as members. Hey, don't forget also to tell everybody about the show, All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, right here on C Suite Radio. That's how we get more listeners is by you telling your friends how much you like the show or what you get out of the show, and I
0: appreciate that, and tell them to find us right here on C-Suite Radio. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c